Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the HP Podcast. Very special Thanksgiving episode. Actually, there's really probably going to be nothing that mm. Thanksgiving about it. You but smell the gravy. Oh, boy. What a strange thing to smell. Smell the you gravy. You smell the turkey. You smell the cranberry. Wow. You smell granny. For better <laughs> or for worse. For better or for worse. Wow. I'm Dustin, your host. Here with me, the beautiful boys, Brandon. Hello. And Ben. Greetings. Ben, you, uh, you're kind of being upstage right now by Brandon. That's fine with because me. Because this Tupac shirt that yeah. Brandon's wearing is just. That's fine. 10 out of 10. Yeah, dude. It's a nice shirt. It's very Brandon, you kind of have a repertoire of rapper related shirts now. Yeah, man. I'm I'm slowly but surely collecting. And my favorite part about <laughs> my collection is yeah. that I don't I, I don't go out seeking them. They find me. Now, okay. <laughs> I remember what you have a Drake shirt that's uh the cover yes. of what is it? Which album? Oh, for fuck's sake. I don't it's not. It's, it's the, the one, one with the with, ba- with, with the baby with the baby in the sky. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, you were wearing it, and one of our friends was like, "Oh, that Drake shirt, that's awesome, dude!" Like, kind of making fun of you for wearing it. Do you remember that? Who said that? Fuck them. Uh, was nothing na- was Jake. the same. Nothing was the same. And you, re- I remember you felt a little miffed because you're like, he thinks I'm wearing this ironically, and I'm not. Dude, I love Drake. <laughs> of course, dude. Look, look at Drake now, you fucker. Who's laughing? Right. Who, I mean, well, depends on he got booed off stage at a uh, I mean, festival. Yeah, that was Tyler, the creators festival. It, it, it was not the right crowd for him. No, at all. At yeah, all. It doesn't sound like the right crowd. Tyler had him. I think Tyler like wanted him to perform or something. But yeah, that yeah. was not the right crowd. It's big yikes. <laughs> yeah. How you boys doing? I'm so good. Good. Yeah. What days do you guys have off this week? Thanksgiving or just Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, my guy. Whoa. Let's go. I guess boys. I technically have Sunday off too, but that's just normal. I uh I have done practically nothing this week, which is good because I planned on it because uh-huh. my parents are here. They were like, We're gonna be here the whole week. Yeah. Damn. I said, Great. The plan was for me to get my Colin work done early. Uh-huh. But Colin mm. has not sent me some of the stuff. Oh, no. So I did some of my work last night that I have to do on Monday nights. I haven't had anything else to do. So I've just been hanging out with my parents, eating lots of food, eating that lasagna. Oh, we talked about. yeah. That's did, not like weird code word for anything either. Dude, dude we talked about us coming over for it, you fucker. Yeah, we could still. Oh, my I'm thinking, God. Now he's going to. Yeah, well, this, you know, my my dick fell off and my toes too were too quick, big. and It was too quick <laughs> to plan for. But 
for L- this lasagna time. takes like an hour to cook okay I'm just saying you gotta have a whole event for the lasagna. Have a good you excuse, can't true. just fucking. Well, apparently throw it you out. can. It was planned for my family, bitch. Motherfucker. Okay, listen. You're not family. Christmas Brandon. time. Christmas time. I'm gonna make it happen. All right. Okay. All right. Just think about it. Also, I will say, I'm surprised you didn't shame me for spilling my drink moments before yeah, the show started. I was gonna talk about it when we talked about our uh, balls sponsorship. Okay. How you so disrespectfully spilled. Your balls are zero. Do you all want to know? The floor. Do you want to know how graceful I am? We've sure. seen how graceful okay. you are. So I was moving my mic stand and I looked at the balls, the can of ball zero I have, and I was like, "All right, don't hit that." And then I'd lean back just so it was out of my vision, and guess what I did? <laughs> I hit fucking it. hit the can Dude, of balls. It was like slow motion. I was <laughs> I saw it on the floor, and it was just. Pouring. Glug, glug, it glug, was glug. like you were pouring it into glass, only it was all <laughs> over the floor. Wow. So that was that was very love. Lo- nice way to start the, the podcast. I mean, good, good news, though. It ended up, all of it's not gone. So mm. I still have a nice, refreshing Alls Garana Zero. Very nice. Very a little bit nice. empty, but hey. So yeah. The ball's original tonight. The, the ball, the OG, I have the ginger. Yeah. The ginger balls. Right. So. Damn. Me very too. Good times guys i want to think i want to dive right in because i've got a lot of stuff i want to go over this week and then if there's time left over we can always bs at the end people for sure. people come for for us they come stay for, for the, the boys game. right before we fully dive in though i want to remind everybody to check out handsomephantom.com that's the website that's kind of where this podcast comes from there's new content pretty much every weekday so go there check it out also uh two other things if you enjoy this podcast, leave us a rating and review. Also, join our Discord, handsofandom.com slash Discord, where you can talk to us about the show. And finally, use our Amazon affiliate link, handsofandom.com slash Amazon. Lots of Black Friday stuff. You don't pay anything extra. No, nothing extra. Preface that. Right. Just yeah. do your normal Black Friday shopping, but use our link, and it would help us out a ton. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's it for my plugs. Now... Customarily, we start the show with dreams and a shout out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw you guys for a little bit of a loop. Oh here. no, Ooh, I don't more. even have those figured out. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I was gonna say, holy shit, I'm, my head might explode. This one, don't think too deeply. Just go with oh. what your heart says. Dreams, shout out, and something you're thankful for oh, for the Thanksgiving episode. Give me a break. It can be serious. That's so it beautiful. It can be non-serious. It can be gaming or not. I don't care. It's so beautiful. It is, bitch. Well, you're gonna do it. I'm gonna go first. Okay, go for it. Um, so. I've just, I've decided that every time something goes wrong with my car, I'm going to bitch about it on the show because I can't mm. really bitch about it to anyone else. So I had the pleasure of trying to purchase and schedule installing and buying tires around the holiday time. That's probably terrible. Days it? within the holiday time. And it was a fucking nightmare. I called all over. Everyone's feeding me this line of bullshit and that. And our town has a lot of hometown tire shops. They all have my schedule, essentially. Mm. Most of them, anyway. At least the ones around my house. Or they're open, like, an hour. And it takes me almost an hour to get home. But it was a pain in the dick. And I had to take an Uber from the tire shop to get back to my work. Wow. Wow. How far is that? A couple miles. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, from here to Pittsburgh or something. No, no, no. I mean, it (laughs) it was not far. But I was late for work because two Ubers canceled on me. Wow. Mm. Two of them. Hmm. So where's this fall into a dream shout out or thanks something you're thankful for? (laughs) 
Shout out to fucking tires. <laughs> <laughs> you just did the opposite of that, though. I can't. I can't argue with that. I mean, this is a this is a shout out to this is the more like an awareness shout out mm. to fuck tires. Okay. But uh, yeah, and guys, the worst thing about buying tires too is it's not like it's something you could use. I mean, you do use well, it. You literally do use. <laughs> you do use it, but you you know what I mean. It's not like you could try like them on. It's not like you can. I mean, you could run your finger along it, but they literally that gets old. are the thing that takes you from one place to I another. Know. I know, but we get it though. Shout Brandon, out! You got to you got you to pass Harry up here. Shout out to tires. You've talked about tires for too long. I know. I've decided, I, and you have two other things. I'm to still talk about very still. upset about it. Um, I'm dreaming. Okay. Of uh, a Pokemon game. That will have all Pokemon. Wow. Wow. Unlikely at this point. Yeah. yeah. So actually, I'm, I have a feeling that that'll be a selling point. How long can it one. take? Like four hours? I don't know. Put them all in there. Did yeah. you see that post? No, I didn't. Somebody tried to like reverse the math and they were like, how long can it take? Like two working days? Yeah. yeah. They like tried to do the math of it only takes four hours. It takes an intern no, 10 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to yeah. take a, you know. Yeah. No, but I'm, I'm sure game developing is much more difficult than I'm you know anyone's giving it credit but um but yeah man it uh i'm really enjoying sword and i'm sure i'm going to talk about it later at some point but it sucks that all the pokemon aren't there um and there's always been game exclusives but not in this sense how there is a large chunk of the of uh pokemon removed so uh i'm dreaming of that and i am thankful i am so very thankful for you boys and the fans for listening um yeah, we love doing it, and uh, it's just nice hanging out with the boys, you know. So I'm very thankful for you too. I'm not Phil. Mm. No, not Phil. Specifically, <laughs> not Phil. <laughs> but Dave as well. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, very very nice. Is that fast enough for you, bitch? That no, was good. It's pretty slow. You I'm gonna talk up, about. You all right, up, all right, all right. If if both of you don't have at least one tire related comment, <laughs> <laughs> think again. Cool. Benny? Uh, my shout out is to the, the team at Megaphone mm. and Adam Redding and kind of to myself, but, you know, we'll get there. Shout out yourself. Um, basically, Adam Redding is from the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover podcast, and uh, we were just working on some stuff on his feed and trying to import some old episodes. It's really boring stuff, but basically I was able to talk with Megaphone and figure a bunch of stuff out. Megaphone's our podcast providing uh, host um, where where the network is and was able to talk with them get it all figured out and I'm just like shouting out that they were great um, they uh, were able to help walk me through part of it I was able to like do some things that they didn't even know how to do and then send it back to them Adam was great and that we were all able to work it out real fast it felt like we were making the joke that we were like hackers because you know the way we were doing stuff it was just fun uh, and I'm just shouting out to like in general those constituents of uh uh, of the process, but also just like to learning new things. I like figuring stuff out. Nice. That was good. That was just a little bit ago. That's why I was a little late getting here. Damn. Uh, my dream, I'm dreaming about a game uh, on Apple Arcade called Cards of Darkness or Card of Darkness. Um, great game. Uh, I've just been playing it here and there. It's, uh, it's, I can't really describe it succinctly, so I'll just say you should check it out if you have Apple Arcade, or if you don't, you can't you describe it. it at all. You have to describe it slightly. <laughs> you because can't just. That's some shit that I do. Card of Darkness is probably one of the worst names I've heard recently. Yeah. For a game, 
It's just the most boring thing I've ever heard. But I trust your opinion about games being good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's nothing. It's not going to rock your world or mm. anything. But it is. Um, it is a lot of fun. So basically, your your character has a value, you know, has has life, and there's different cards on the board that you have to select, and depending on what they're the thing on their they're all animated, but depending on what they're animated as and what their value is, either you get health or you get hurt, or you get a weapon or whatever. The card of cards of darkness are the things you earn after you complete each dungeon. Mm. You basically earn a new card of darkness and can attach so many to yourself based on your stats, and they give you different perks and power ups. Sounds like um, darkest dungeon. No, uh, not it does really. not at all. A little bit. Don't, <laughs> don't you get like stat points and stuff? That's well, it's, that's, that's, like a, that's different. Yeah, dude, exactly the same. I though. guess in that sense, you're not wrong. Yeah. See. So anyway, you can't argue with that. That's my that's my dream is of playing some more. Uh, I've just been kind of lately getting into it, and you know, it's probably not a game I'm going to play forever. I don't play almost any fun game for very long, um, but I'm having fun with it now. Ben's not here for a good time. He's here. F- oh fuck. Ben is in here for a good time or a long time. He's he, he's wow. done. Wow. <laughs> oh man. I don't know what's happening anymore. Yeah. Anytime you have Brandon on the show, it's just a wild card. Yep. That's yeah. good. That's yeah. well. I'm thankful for handsome just the stuff we get to do together. Handsome Ooh. Phantom. You Brandon kind of already said yeah, that. Man. But I'm thankful for the website. I'm thankful for some of the people it's helped us meet. Uh, not only externally but the people we've brought in to be part of the team i'm happy i'm thankful for the this podcast i'm thankful for the whole podcast network that we've been able to kind of form thankful for the relationships we have with sponsors and pr people and developers and just all that kind of stuff that wouldn't have happened um if we weren't doing a website together yeah. so yeah cool that's what i'm thankful for it's been a wild ride but a while and this is the final episode and the closing of the website oh Thanks, no everybody <laughs> <laughs> i didn't anticipate this drops mike i have a lot of free time now Okay, I'm going to start with my shout-out. I'm going to shout-out to my dad because uh, I'm not a very good handyman around the house, and I'm just not good at fixing stuff. And my dad sees things that I don't even realize are broken, and he's just bored. He likes to fix things. Yeah. So he just starts fixing stuff around my house when he's here. Well, it used to be his house, too. Yeah, it used to be his house. You invite him over more often. I don't (laughs) ask him to do it for the most part. So he's like fixing up this like uh, drawer or the shelf thing, not a shelf, a door for under my sink. Those are three entirely different things. Yeah, I don't remember what it's called. Which one is it? So a door. He, he's fixing that. He Cabinet. helped me fix my one of my cars that was messed up. And what was messed up on your car? There was no coolant in it. Oh, that's a problem. Which, yeah, that's bad, man. Yeah, well, it would start to like I'd go on the highway, and then after I got off the highway, the heat lamp would flicker. It wouldn't. Oh, it okay. wouldn't go on. So I'm like something's. Yeah. Slightly fucked up, but not totally. And I filled up the reservoir with coolant, and it still didn't work. But he, like, actually poured it in the thing that gets pressurized. Yeah. Yeah. And now it seems fine. Dude, I hope... So there might be some kind of leak. Yeah. Hopefully it's not into your engine block. Yeah, it'd be bad, yeah. but it seems to be fine. Holly drove it to Pittsburgh Damn. tonight, so... Cool. Oh, no. Should be Hopefully fine. it's fine. Uh, so that was my shout-out. Uh, what I'm thankful for is... I'm thankful specifically for my family for this Thanksgiving because I've mentioned this on the show, but a lot of people dread Thanksgiving because it's the battleground for everyone to prove how smart they are to right. the rest of their family. And my family just doesn't do that. You all know you're not smart. Right. Yeah. yeah. We don't need to prove anything to each other. We all have different ideas about the way the world should be, but we don't feel the need to prove each other. Right. Prove it to each other on a day that we're supposed to be enjoying each other's company. So always appreciate that yeah and i encourage everybody because i know i'm not being like my family's great and yours sucks but 
change can start with you. So treat your family the way you want to be treated. Yeah. And don't give in to the temptation of fights. Arguing. Yeah. I have a question. People get geared yes, up for that. If that's what you're thankful for, does that mean that you aren't thankful for the boys? No. Or you are? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> because no. me and Ben both said that. That's and true. I was kind of hoping that like it would kind of just... And the boys encompass those girls, too, by the way. Oh, just, yes. just everybody. Boys and girls. I know that girls the is dudes. a derogatory term. Let's we're just called say boys, the dudes, boys whatever. So. You Men know, and women. Mm. The pals. Everybody. No, yeah, I'm not. Not at all. Okay. No. All right. I well, just I wanted to clarify. Okay. I didn't think so. I just wanted to make sure because you didn't say it and we both did. Um, you by felt, the way, okay. get, up, get out of my house. Okay. <laughs> you spilled balls on my floor. <laughs> oh, no. And now you insult me. Damn, dude. No. Um, finally, my dream. This is the only one I didn't have. I am dreaming. You didn't have it worked up before right now? You no. Mean? I had those other things worked out. So I'm going to say... That I'm dreaming of my mom's apple pie that she makes specifically for Thanksgiving. Mm. So, yeah. Talking about shit his mom's making again. Oh. He knew I, was, knew I was thinking about the lasagna. Well, you know, there's still some downstairs left over if you want to eat some fucking, after this. You just keep digging the knife Brandon, into the wound. I'm offering you the lasagna right, right now. All right. Will it seems it a little too. like a pity thing at this point. Mm. <laughs> and, I'm, and I don't appreciate I don't, it. I don't go for pity. <laughs> pity lasagna. Dude, pity lasagna. Nice. Okay, so let's get into the many news items we have this week. A surprising amount of news for holiday time. Updates. We got some updates from stories from last week that I want to go over first. Last week, we talked about the tease of Half-Life Alex. It has now been officially announced, and it is coming out next March. I think it said, like, uh, just not a specific day. Just we have, no, March Half-Life Alex. Uh, it'll be a full-price game, so $59.99, and it'll be full-length. The rumor right now that a developer commented saying it'd be around the length of Half-Life 2. Okay, that's pretty good. And if you already own a, a a Valve Index... You get it for free? You get it for free. Oh, man. Or any future... That was a guess. Yes. Now, important distinction here. This game will work with your Oculus. Wait. Or any future what? You started to if say... If you buy it, one, uh, an Index in the future, yeah. you'll get it. Oh, okay. If I you thought already you were have say like, an Index, okay. they will also give it to I you. I thought you were going to say, like, any future Valve games, which would be insane. Well, yeah. For a thousand bucks... I'm, you might Maybe not a extract a lot of value since they're not seem to be releasing games anymore. Right. So important note is that it will work on Oculus. It will work on Vive. It'll work on certain mixed reality headsets. Uh -huh. So uh, that's a nice little notion there. That's not just an exclusive for the the uh, index. So I need to come spend like 15 to 20 hours at your house so I can use your quest and play it. Mm. That's what you're saying. Potentially. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you could. In a row. Ben is just here for 15 to 20 hours straight. <laughs> so here's something that I found extremely interesting. I have the minimum system requirements for Half-Life Alex. I bet it's tough. So obviously you need Windows 10. You need a Core i5-7500 or a Ryzen 5-1600. Those aren't bad. The Those aren't, too bad. aren't yep. too bad. Here's what's surprising. RAM, 12 gigabytes. Yeah, that's a lot. 12 I mean, gigabytes. I guess it's not a ton for for computers that are also running VR. Right. But it's more than the average consumer buys a computer with. Right. Yeah, I have 16 gigs. I feel like most people are going to have eight. Yeah. I think. I have 16, but, but I'd love 32. Initially have 16. Yes, I did. Oh, you did right yeah. off the bat? I had two eights, and, I, and one of the eights went bad, and I bought another eight. Huh. Yeah. 
Okay, finally, the GPU is that you need a GTX 1060 or an RX 580, which is not bad, but the 1060 is still a relatively newer, powerful card. There's the 2060 now, yeah. so uh, it's only one generation out, which is compared to a lot of other games, you can still run on a lot older cards. So right. someone's going to push the boundaries. Did you guys see the trailer? Nope. Are you guys serious? You didn't? This yeah. is the biggest gaming moment. I really, you know, I the years. I intentionally avoid trailers. You know that. You got to watch this trailer. Okay. I want to watch it, and I've I heard, I, I listened to the most recent H three H three podcast, and they talked yeah. about it a little bit. Um, so I heard what they thought about it. So I've heard some stuff about it, but I didn't watch it. I've obviously seen screenshots galore, but like yeah. most of the time, what happens is I I intentionally don't watch a trailer for either a movie or a show. People are all talking about it. I'm just like, hmm, this is so cool not knowing what they're talking about. I can't wait to be excited for it. And then I come over here and you say, did you watch that trailer? I said, no. You go, you got to watch it. And then we watch it together. You should always watch the first trailer, I think, of anything. I do, with a, I do with a lot of stuff. Just watch I, the first trailer. Yeah. It's a vibe check, you know? Right. The only thing that really struck me as being impressive is there's a part where there's like a shelf and they're like, move, like she, she moves her hand, who the player who's controlling Alex moves her hand across the shelf and all the objects move like all the different, there's like knickknacks and like screws or whatever and bullet casings that all move independently. Right. Mm. Just looked very Damn. immersive. Yeah. Very cool. I'm going to go let my girlfriend in. Okay, good. You guys go have do fun. That. We'll talk about half-life real quick. All right. So Ben. Yeah. You were a fan. Have you played half-life two? I have played all the half-lifes you have. Yeah. I've never finished any of the Half-Life games. That's not surprising. It's a little out of my era. It is, yeah. It's a little past the time where you were probably coming up into that. Right. Um, Half-Life is one of the earliest games of that. Well, obviously it defined the type, but um, of that type that I ever remember playing. Right. Um, And I think, I mean, it came out like, I don't know, was I in junior high? And so that was like prime time. And there was a point where we had a new school and they were still trying to figure out the network stuff. And some of the students were better with computers and networking than others that are than the actual instructors and the people who were setting it up. So there was a time when we found the computer in a lab that nobody used and we hosted Half-Life on it and we would all download it under our computers in whatever classroom we were and play it, which was a lot of fun. Then I bought... Half-Life 1, mm-hmm. Half-Life 2, uh-huh. and both episodes today yeah. on Steam. Guess well, how much I paid. How much? I want you to guess. Uh, 566. No. I'll give you one guess. Okay. It was like under $4. It was like $380. Wow. For all of them. Wow. Now, here's something interesting, Ben. You, if you have an Oculus Quest, you can do the steps to use SideQuest, which is like the developer mode. There is an app you can download, and you have to buy... Half-Life on Steam, uh-huh. and you can play Half-Life 1 in VR. But it's not like, well, how does that work? Someone made, I can't remember what, whether it's a wrapper or some kind of engine okay. that runs the game assets in VR. That's cool. So you try it? Oh, I've been playing it. Okay. I already played the first beginning part of it. How many headcrabs do you get? Uh, so I played the, the uh, tutorial and I played just the very first bit at the beginning. Yeah. And I had to leave. Yeah. It also made me a little queasy. Yeah. It's not optimized for it. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, 
It was cool. It felt like I was in a PS1 game, yeah, which oh, yeah. was yeah. super kind of neat, actually. But uh, yeah, I recommend that to anybody. 99 cents. And if you have a quest, you could play Half-Life 1 in VR. Why not? See, I, on Steam, I have the original Half-Life, which I think was the point where I had to get Steam. Like, I think that's how you downloaded it, mm. if I'm remembering correctly. Maybe it was Half-Life 2 where that started. Maybe it was. Yeah. But one of them, you had to get Steam in order to download Half-Life, which is where right. it all started. Yeah. Um, so I have the original Half-Life, the original Half-Life 2. I have both episodes. And then they were all in the orange box too, right? Yeah. Uh, not Half-Life 1. Not Half-Life 1. Just like okay. two Just, and episodes. So when I yeah. bought the orange box, um, I played that on the 360. Yes. And played them. I'm pretty sure I played them all again, but I might have only played Half-Life 2 again. Mm. And then, of course, Portal and everything. Portal was so good, dude. Portal's real good. Yeah, man. But so I, I def, I've played Half Life One probably, probably six times. Because I mean, when I was like 12, 14 years old, I didn't have any other games. Right. So you're gonna play it over and over. Yeah, I remember we rented Half Life at one point, me and my uncle Brian. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, it didn't leave an impression on me at the time. Right. But so yeah, I'm playing for through them right now. I was telling Ben, got Half Life. All the Half-Life games for under $4 on oh, Steam cool. today. So, yeah, that's good a, deals. That's a steal. Uh, so, yeah, Half-Life Alex. I'm excited for it. Now, Ben, I want to close this conversation with this. Yeah. There is a little bit of uh, controversy, of course, in the, in the games industry. Can you believe it? <laughs> I can't even hardly stand it. The problem that some people have is that this is a VR-only title. It is a Half-Life game. They're like, oh, well. Valve expects me to buy a VR headset in order to play this game. Apparently not. I have to do that. First of all, you don't have to do anything. But what do you guys think? Is Valve doing the fans dirty? No. I mean, I think that they have a uh, a flagship product. Why would they not develop a game for it? Well, I guess the key is that they're, they know the thirst for Half-Life. Yeah. There's a couple things here. One, if people on Oculus can play it, it's not solely to move their product. Right. The second thing is, like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of along what Brandon said, but we wouldn't say to a developer, no, don't put that game out on PS5 right at the beginning of the generation or even two years into it because that's the new standard. Mm -hmm. So at this point, like, we've had multiple years, what, three years with PSVR and more than that with other VR platforms that this that's a medium that's because i mean it's not like they're it's not like they're saying hey we're gonna make this game for power glove uh, pow, yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. Or, or they're not they're not saying we're gonna make this game for a brand new device that goes in your car and spins you around yeah like this is an established medium that we've all been told this is coming this is the future here's multiple years and sales to buy these devices like i don't know it's they're just putting out a game on a device that yeah. they have also the access to. Super crazy thought. Maybe Valve just wanted to make a Half Life VR game, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and why isn't that okay? You know, like my thought is that this isn't Half Life Three, right? It's Half Life Alex. That, exactly. If they exactly. made Half Life Three on VR only, I would feel that was a little a little crummy. Dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that I feel like I remember when Half Life Two came out and people were like buying new PCs for a half-life 
people buy new stuff all the time for consoles and PCs all the time. But it's just always that Valve for Half-Life has been pushing the limits of new stuff, you know. So, I mean, if you really want to get down and dirty about it, you can revert back to what I said a minute ago. When you got Half-Life or Half-Life 2 on PC, you literally had to download their client, yeah. which was revolutionary at the time. And there were a lot, I remember specifically a lot of people being upset about that because they didn't have the extra, you know, 7 gig or whatever, or 7 meg or whatever it was to download the client. Right. But now look at it. People are like rioting over keeping it on their computer rather than using something else. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm sure there will be more updates of this game to come, but let's move on to another update from last week. This has to do with Stadia. Nice. You know, Stadia launched, uh, la- crashed and burned in a lot of ways, <laughs> but... Into the ocean, dude. Yeah, it was, it was more of a whimper. Yes. <laughs> I believe we talked about last week how uh, they sell the, the Stadia Premium, they advertise 4K60, right? and certain games such as Red Dead Redemption 2 are running at 1440p, 30 frames per second, or 1080p, 60, depending on how you play. It's kind of confusing. So uh, Phil Harrison, who's the head of uh, Stadia, who also, it's funny, Phil Harrison has been part of three botched launches yeah, now. That's, yeah. He's been a part of the launch of the PS3, hmm. yeah. the Xbox One, and now Stadia. Get that guy off your team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So He's a nice were, guy, I'm sure. He, they, uh, he was asked about potentially deceptive marketing based around Stadia Pro and, and whatever. So I have this quote that I want to read you guys. He said, Stadia streams at 4K and 60 FPS, and that includes all aspects of our graphics pipeline from game to screen. GPU, encoder, and Chromecast Ultra all, uh, all outputting to 4K to 4K TVs with the appropriate internet connection. Developers making Stadia games work hard to deliver the best streaming experience for every game. Like you see on all platforms, this includes a variety of techniques to achieve the best overall quality. We give developers the freedom of how to achieve the best image quality and frame rate on Stadia. We are impressed with how how with what they've been able to achieve for day one. We expect that many developers can and and in most cases will continue to improve their games on Stadia because Stadia lives in our data centers. Developers are able to quickly innovate while delivering even better experiences directly to you without the need for game patches or downloads. I have a, a technical question that you may have looked into more than I. Sure. Um, when they say everything's in 4K60, mm. or it can be in 4K60, but they know that some games are not running in that, like, for instance, Destiny 2 is not running in 4K60. Is it is it deceptive? I mean, it's deceptive, but is it wrong to say, like, if I if I'm streaming you... Uh, Destiny 2 at 1080 and you're outputting it on someone's screen at 4K. Right. Is that, I mean, that, that can happen. Like I could, I could put the output of the N64 to 4K and it's still going to look like the N64. Yes. Okay. So basically from my understanding, don't quote me on this from Digital Foundry, they were saying that Stadia is up to 4K. Okay. But it's a native resolution of 1440p. 
Gotcha. So it's so you're seeing 1440p. Yeah. Yes. So it's, so it's but it's be, coming through at 4K. Yes. Okay. Slightly less good than native 4K. A lot worse, actually. Slightly more more troubling is the FPS. Very slightly. Think about it. Majorly worse. Like this. There's 1080p. <laughs> and there's 4K. Right. 1440p is directly in the middle of those two. Right. So it's halfway to yeah. 4K. Half life. Wait, no, that might not be true. Where did we just keep getting deeper in this hole? Because resolution does go up at, uh, like exponentially. Right. So that might not be right. What I just the said. PC master race is going to attack us if we keep talking about. Damn it. <laughs> so, I guess the question here is: I feel like Phil Harrison's kind of saying, like, well, it's not really our fault well, that dude, these games are right. running at thirty. That's FPS. what I was thinking. It's it. It seems like he's trying to blame it on the developers, which I just feel like isn't a very good look for a. Uh, a launch right yeah, now during that, launch right now. It's That's not, real but also shitty. if it's true and he wants to say our product is not the problem. Is that wrong? I guess, but it is their fault that their marketing is bad. Sure. Their marketing says, Hey, play red dead at 4k 60. Right. Right that's now. That's, oh, that's what it implies. No, Dustin. It says up to up to right. Yeah. No, right. Dustin. That that's the scummy part. Yeah. Having 4K massive on the banner and then having something that says up to very small below it. Did you see that today they were like, hey, uh, Studio Pro owners are going to get Samurai Showdown and Farming Simulator for free starting next month. Wow. And it's like, what about the fucking people that bought it? Yeah. During for launch. Right. Fuck them, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Give I mean, credit or something. I would. Yeah, I would tweet them and be like, yo, are you guys going to oh, like people were mad. refund me or well, the, the argument there's is there's only that like 12 games so, or 24, I guess. So they probably some people bought. Them. Yeah, they're giving away what percentage a month after launch. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. The argument is that they. If you bought it, then you own it, even if you don't have Stadia Pro. OK, so you can choose to unsubscribe to Stadia Pro and you still, and you'll have, still have them. I didn't think that was the case. If you buy a game on Stadia. Really? OK, yeah. Because the Stadia Pro gives you the ability to play games at 4K 60. That's right. all you get. And you get Destiny. And now you get these two other games. Right. But does if you just sign up for regular Stadia, whatever that is, can you <laughs> can you play Destiny for free? Stadia Lite? You cannot play Destiny for free. You, can't, free you can't get it at all then because it, it is free. I don't know because the free version of Stadia isn't out yet. Well, right. say, yeah. Even, yeah. even Yeah, that's an interesting question too is how will Stadia handle free to play games? I would assume here's the other this is so fucked destiny 2 is called destiny 2 the collection on stadia uh-huh and they're like this is destiny 2 when, when you hear the collection that's you not it, everything. it's implied everything it's not it does not include oh, shadow keep my goodness that's all yeah is there <laughs> it's just like it's so dumb i don't know i was seeing seeing it something that was like stadia data also is 100 megabytes per minute Jesus Christ. For 1080p. That's crazy. Dude, I mean, I'm assuming, what's the market? Who bought Stadia at launch? People that Lots know people. how much data is going to be used, I would assume. I think a lot of people who bought Stadia at launch were people that just want to buy the newest thing. Right. And I have no problem with that because I am that person often. I bought an Oculus Quest and I full knew that there right. was not going to be a lot of pro like you know software for it when it came out. So, yeah, and like Phil. Yeah, I'm not making fun of Phil, but legitimately, he was like, I want to buy it because I'm excited about new stuff. Right. I think that's Which almost what great. he said. And Which he decided is, yeah. not to. Right. But I'm thinking that a lot of people did do that. 
I think, yes, a lot of people did do it. That's almost why I did it, but I ended up not. Uh, I think there's other people who just like, if you do, let's say you're someone who does travel a lot for work or otherwise, uh, or you're not in one place very long or something like that, or you have a lot of free time at work at lunch break or I don't know, whatever. I think there are a lot of people like that who it fits their lifestyle, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good product, but if it fits your lifestyle, then sure, go for it. I guess to cap this off, this conversation, something that I wanted to mention that is really interesting that a lot of people don't know about. GeForce Now is a very compelling product that basically does what Stadia does. Uh So for GeForce Now, you can be a part of the beta, and when you start it up, you log into your Steam account. Uh And then it's it's like basically like their own little computer that you play your Steam games... You log into your Steam account and then you can stream those games right. to whatever. So then you have the option to stream your game or you can play it, like download it on a normal PC. Right. Stadia doesn't let you download anything, which is just insane to me. It is insane. I Give agree. people the option. Yeah, that means. Holy fuck. Does that mean if your Internet goes out, you can't play your Stadia at yes. all? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, at all. No. At all. You not cannot even. play it at all. The fact that that's internet. not an option is seems it may be in the future i think with their push towards this is cloud gaming and you can game anywhere there's probably not as big of a reason to want to download things well no but i think that's something that will come if the if the product continues yeah this launch seems to me like a a good tech company with a lot of brains behind it launching a product that they don't know anything about because of money but the fact of the matter is they have a lot of people who know a lot of things about games on their team and that's the surprising part to me i I don't know, man. I think it's a it's a search engine company that's a bad game company that has a lot of money and is trying to make a game mm. or like a console. Well, I mean, that is what it is. But we yeah. all thought, <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. A, a lot of people said the same thing about, well, I think I might have even said this last week. When Microsoft announced they were going to do Xbox, people went crazy because they were like, you're a computer company. What yeah, do you know about games? Yeah, but they had Bill. I know. You're right. Dude, Bill, you can't <laughs> fuck, don't Bill. fuck with Bill. Have you seen that clip of him jumping over the chair? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck with Bill. Also, a quick distinction, and then we'll cap this, is I just think it's funny also that Microsoft, we talked about this in their presentation for XO, whatever. They were like, yeah, uh, xCloud is going to be tied to Game Pass. Yeah. So it's like when you sign up for Game Pass, you instantly have xCloud. Yeah. And all I'm assuming the way it will work is that all the games on Game Pass. Right. You have on xCloud. Play yeah. it on your phone. Right. Play it on wherever, PC, whatever. That's insane. Yeah, they're enticing me more and more. Dude, Game Pass Ultimate, 15 bucks a month? Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Eurogamer has confirmed a rumor from YouTuber named Spawnwave that Resident Evil 3 is getting remade and will launch in 2020. Yeah. So back-to-back hits, potentially, for Capcom here. Probably, I don't think 3 has nearly the clout that 2 did. I feel like I don't know very much about either one of those games. Really? The original releases. Oh, 2 is, was huge and remained huge for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, obviously up until the, the re-release. Um, 3 is one that was good and it was well received, but I think if they had their choices, they would skip right to 4, which came out on 1 billion different uh, varieties of consoles platforms yeah um and sold very well and re-released like six times 
Uh, I think they would skip straight to four if they could, but you know, you got to make three. Dude, I think also it works out because um, they might be able to do, four, let's say they do these year after year. So 2021, let's say RE4. Yeah. On next gen. Well, yeah, I was going to say it's it's going to be around potentially relatively around the launch of the PS5. So it can be something that people just pick up with that, you know, well, in yeah. theory, if they do, if they do four, but three might be coming next year, but it may be coming out December 31st next year. Right. Too. So yeah, that even be that might even be next gen. Who knows? Or it could come out January 1st, Ben. You don't know. You are correct. I'm excited about this, but also I really want Resident Evil 8. I want them to evolve on the formula, the first person formula from eight or from seven. You know what I mean? The yeah. remakes are cool and all like Rory two seemed pretty cool. I never finished it, but I just, I loved resident evil Two. Yeah. I just didn't feel compelled in the slightest to play it again. Maybe mm. you should try it out. You, and, I did. I played the did demo. You? Okay. Yeah. Well, Say maybe a good it's, chunk of the game. Maybe it's one of those things. Once you get in, you're kind of like yeah. going. But I just there's so many other things I want to play. It's oh. not worth playing things I don't want to play. Honestly, I do want to play it. But the only reason I want to play it might maybe blasphemous to some people. But it's because I like Resident Evil Seven so much. But it's it, it's nothing alike. I under, I understand that. Yeah. There's nothing but wrong I, with that. But I just you know the name association. I just wanted to try it out. Oh, it's still and I, mean, I still will try. It's it a great out, quality sure. game. Don't get me wrong. But. Uh, me personally, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of experience with the franchise. All right. Any other thoughts on Ari? Nah. Nemesis. Nah. That's the, it has a subtitle. Forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, do you guys know who Lizzie Armanto is? Not off the top of my head. She's a skateboarder. Okay. Okay. Is she like uh, a Bob Burnquist? I don't know. Uh, I just know she's a skateboarder. She was in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Anyway, she was on a podcast called The Nine Club. And they were talking about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. And she said, quote, he's coming out with another one and I'll be in that too. Yeah. This blew up. Yeah. And then podcast out of nowhere was edited and no longer included her saying that. Yikes. So new Tony Hawk Pro confirmed. Skater. Basically, Basically confirmed. Confirmed. Will it flop? We're seeing <laughs> reports of remakes uh -huh. of the, the original games. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, that's what I want, dude. Yeah, me too. If you could, I mean, I just got done saying I didn't care about playing a remake of Resident Evil 2, but I definitely care about a, a I mean, if not a remaster, a remake of the Tony Hawk, the original three, potentially even just give me two. Mm. I was to say, weren't they all like really short? It depends on how you played them. Yeah. I Completionist, mean, I'm sure, like getting all the letters and, like, you know, whatever the, the skate letters or whatever the fuck. But like, I'm thinking... Is there a possibility for like a trifecta remaster if they're really short games? I really, I mean, one, two, I'm trying to three. think how many levels are in each one, like 10? I can't Maybe imagine it's a lot. Yeah. yeah, so you have to remake the 10 levels, remake the engine. That is, I mean, the engine would be, I imagine there's some serious graph or um, physics well, going on in there. Well, they did the Tony Hawk on PS4 before, so they have something. Yeah, but that was Not good. that it was good, but yeah. they have something. Yeah. It's got to feel right. Yeah, I really, I mean, I wonder, I, I can't imagine Activision, it, I, they know. Yeah. I can't imagine they would want to fuck this up again. Yeah. But who knows, maybe they just want money, too. That, so. Yeah. Man, with, if they're doing, if there's a possibility of remakes, and they get the teams, either the teams that did either Spyro or uh, mm, Crash. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I know it's a totally different genre of game, but they did such excellent work right. that if they have those transferable skills, then I, I have full yeah. faith in them. Yeah. But yeah, a new one. Sure, whatever. I don't dude, freaking who's the people that did Shadow of the Colossus? Uh, the, blue Point? <laughs> yeah, but dude, a, a Blue Point Tony Hawk. Wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy? Wow. That'd be something. Yeah, I I think that a lot of people get caught up on the tracks. Yeah. Because they're like, it's so integral to it. And I agree. But also, we got to face the reality that licensing is might for some of these songs might be you too mean the, hard. the music tracks? Yeah. That honestly is a huge part, though, because I don't know. I can see that, but it doesn't have to be the exact same. Put right. some new shit in there. Right. You know yeah. what I feel? I mean... I don't understand though. Maybe they know the li- the licensing companies know how big it would be, but I have to think that whatever kind of reasonable money they would spend, they're going to make back on that on the that game. You'd think. I'm also thinking like if you put out a new Tony, if you put out a remaster or a remake of Tony Hawk Pro Skater One, and it does not have the original soundtrack in it, people will riot more than they riot if Pokemon doesn't have all the Pokemon in it. Wow. I don't know. I feel like okay. Let's say they do one, two, and three. What if they just do a best of? Songs from all three games, not all songs. I feel like that could work out. Yeah, yeah dude. You know? Even fucking put out another game, mash up all the levels, remastered from all of them, one, two, and three. They did something like that on 360. It's like Tony Hawk HD collection. Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember. Damn. Okay. Don't get me excited. <laughs> Battleborn will shut down. Yikes. January 2021. Dude, I paid a lot of money for that game. Got it at five below. <laughs> Have you opened it? Yes. Okay. Sadly, you- because uh, as I've said a couple weeks ago, I'm on the not opening shitty games kick. Yeah. So I was really excited about not being open, but uh, for some reason <laughs> I decided to open it. Yeah. I don't really know if I have a lot to say or any of us have a lot to say about Battleborn shuttering down other than. It's sad. It's not really sad, though. It's nice that gave I people it's like a full 14 months to prepare. Yeah. Dude, you want to know why it's sad to me? I've never played a game for 14 Is months. I was there when they were doing the tournaments at PXX, and so were you. Yeah. And they had an entire setup. They had commentators. They had these huge statues, and a lot of people worked really hard on that game, and it sucks that it didn't do well. I guess the reason why I don't... I feel like they were cocky about it with Overwatch. Yeah. And it was just like... yeah. Don't you know what I mean? Yeah, they kind of had the same thing as Cliff uh, Blazinski when yeah, it came to fucking. He's like, this is Overwatch for time splitters. You know, or, Overwatch or is no, for kids. No, no uh, what right. was it? Not time splitters. I know you're talking about time splitters. Yeah, dick balls or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it does suck though for the people that did work on it and I the mean, people who are still actively playing it. Yeah. Are the, the question is? I What's wonder if say, we Go to Steam Spy or whatever yeah, and see man. how many people are playing it. Steam Spy isn't accurate anymore, is it? I don't know. I don't think it is. I mean... I think they in- instituted some new mechanics that make it not as accurate as it was. Mm. But the thing with uh, how many people are playing it, it has to be a small enough number that the money they're making from them or you know the goodwill they're getting by supporting them is less than the amount of money it's costing to run it. Right. So, or equal to, which in that case, it's still not worth the resources. You could divert them elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like at this point with server shutting down, I mean, we saw it with, what was that other MOBA on PS4 that shut down? And no. Smite? No, no it's a, not Smite. Not, a, not um, yet. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So that, it, it's completely dumb Fuck, because we don't remember what it's called. But, epic, um, but I feel like e- even if people 
aren't playing the game, if <laughs> they stop supporting a game early, the internet will just attack them. So sure. I don't know if it was like a PR thing, like, hey, we're going to keep it for till the end of the year. It's Paragon. 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 That's what, yeah. I, I do think that, you know, part of it is a PR move to make, to engender goodwill towards the company for if they shut it down. Part of it may just be that they can tell by the attrition rate that this many people aren't coming back and therefore it's True. not worth. And, yeah. you know, by that point, we'll definitely be dead. So, why yeah, not? dude, at least a couple attritions. Right. You know what attrition means, Brandon? <laughs> no. <Okay>. no. <laughs> Let's just move on then. Developer of Beat Saber, Beat Games, has been acquired by Oculus Studios. That's pretty rad. Uh, the developer has already confirmed that they will continue to ship content and updates to all platforms. So I think this is cool, actually. A lot of people shitting on this because it's just very much like, oh, Facebook, Facebook bad, which right. I get it. Yeah, it is. Facebook is bad. Right. But we have to give Facebook where credit is due because I really do feel like Oculus is making smart moves for the sake of the medium. Yeah. Right. What do you guys think about them getting bought? I think what, what was the price tag? Did they say they didn't say, okay. Um, sure I think lot. the fact that they're going to be supporting on multiple, uh, platforms still says a lot. It's like the Minecraft of VR. It is. Right. Um, because Microsoft, like, you know, because they're literally on every VR platform, right? Pretty much. Trying All the major what, ones. Trying to think of what they're not on. Yeah. 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 The major ones. Sure. Um, so for. Yeah, that's great. I think. Why not? To me. So one of my most really favorite moments of this past E3 was I played the 360 mode of Beat Saber. Is that out yet? No. OK. But I had a really cool, like intimate 10 minute conversation with three of the people from Beat Games and so we were talking about 360 mode and we were talking about the tracks and they were like, yeah, we have a lot of stuff as far as, you know, new track packs. But the licensing on this is really, really hard. Right. And expensive. I'm sure. And expensive. Um, and so to me, this just seems like, you know, you've got Oculus money. You've got Facebook money right. now to make these track packs right. a reality. Uh, make the licensing happening because yeah. they have the connections. To it's going it. to open a lot of doors for sure. Yeah. And I wonder if that's the like an issue between mediums with the licensing or if it's just like music is hard to license, period. Licensing is hard, period, from my experience. Yeah. But I'm sure that, I mean, you got, okay, I only know a little bit about what I'm talking about here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Dude, that, that's with, me all the time. Yeah. With music, <laughs> you not only have the artist that have to get paid eventually, but you usually have to, you know, you have to deal with the label. But then on top of that, there are these companies that are basically sharks called ASCAP, ah. CSAC, and oh. BMI. And there's a couple other small ones, but they're not real big. Yeah. And so these companies basically sign on different artists. Usually they don't even know about it. It's the label they work with. And they charge people to play their music. So if you have a restaurant and you want to play top 40, you've got to pay these different companies and then they take the money and give it to who they think music you play. They don't actually track it or anything. But with a game where you can actually track downloads, potentially you can even look and see people who are connected. Yeah, you can even know. see who's connected and what games are, what songs are playing, how many times they might have to work out some sort of per 
uh, per occurrence deal, which maybe it's like, gotcha. you know, a, pe- uh, a dollar, a thousand plays or something like something yeah. crazy like that, an ongoing uh, licensing deal. Yeah. So I imagine that the multiple levels of crap you have to put up with and the insanely expensive uh, license. I mean, because if you really want to draw people in, <laughs> you put out songs, you put out tracks that are hugely popular. Like uh, Imagine Dragons. Like yeah. the Imagine pack. Dragons one. I'm yeah. sure that was not cheap. What about oh, yeah. the um, Zuckerberg track pack? Whoa. I don't think that one exists. It's just the, the, uh, lizard his, uh, noises. And the, his trial or whatever, <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> his hearing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Congressman, that's not the way the internet works. <laughs> yeah. And then the bass drops. I think it's pretty pretty exciting i'm i'm excited for them they just sample congress yeah <laughs> it's like choo, choo, choo. it's literally just as people talk <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah i think it's cool i think it's uh an interesting how this studio was formed you know this game right went from i i remember the first time i saw this game it was like on a facebook video yeah or something in fairness like, facebook's probably how they gained a lot of their notoriety yeah um but it's a fantastic game so i'm happy for them oh I dude think there's a lot of good things to come guarantee you there's going to be some like imagine the ad spots they're going to have on facebook because of that oh yeah uh, you yeah. know what i mean yeah for sure not that they need it i mean it is the the most I popular mean, vr yeah. game right in the world right by far so all right moving on square annex little company japanese company never heard of them have, have they've confirmed that final fantasy 7 remake part two is already in development um, yep so this is cool. I think mainly just because I think this could be telling that maybe the second part won't be that far off. Well, I would hope not, because if it took anywhere near as long as the first part. Yeah. <laughs> where anybody who buys it's in trouble. I guess I'm just wondering now, like, how long is this first part going to be? How long is the Midgar section? Are they expanding it? So it takes it's a 30 hour game. Yeah. In fairness, I don't remember how long the Midgar section was to begin with. How about this? I bar- I feel like I've barely played Final Fantasy VII on my Switch when uh-huh. I bought it, and I'm way past that. But you and also played like it I on, like, it. triple speed or something. I did do the sped-up thing, but yeah. still, it didn't feel like that much okay. yeah. content. But, yeah, I don't know. So, already in development, very exciting. Definitely a next-gen release at this point. Right. But I just wanted to share that with everybody since it's exciting. Okay, two more items. Oh, and you know when they release that one, they're going to come out with a pack, like an update pack for the first one on the new consoles too. Yeah, for sure. UK retailer Shoptoe, which I had never heard of, has potentially leaked the release date for Dreams uh, in an accidental listing that said February 14th, 2020. Finally. So what is Dreams? That's a good question. I think that dreams is not what we think it is yeah. because it wasn't until recently that we started to hear these murmurings around like, well, uh, the idea is that eventually dreams as an engine, right. That people can set, make their games in dreams and then sell them. Right. I feel like that's like this backdoor thing that maybe this was the plan all along. And the reason they passed it off as a game was to get people to buy it and try it out and, yeah. and break the tools and, yeah, the thing there's so many games that are made in either Unity, Game Maker, right? Sometimes I mean sometimes if you're a, a, a 
I don't, I guess I don't want to say more well-versed, but I know that unreal would be like a more advanced graphically uh-huh. engine. But as far as these smaller scale games, you know, maybe they're, they're, they're seeing like, well, if we can get people to start making games and dreams and we can take 10% off the top of every, yeah. sure, or yeah. maybe even more than that. Dude. I mean, if it's, if it's easier to develop on, like, I can't imagine like an indie dev trying to develop on like Frostbite or something, which I hear is just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, um, Frostbite's supposed to be notoriously hard. Right. But and it's proprietary. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, I mean, who knows, man? I saw today The Shining remade in Dreams. Oh, I did see that going around. I did not watch it, it was but really I saw the link. Cool. It was yeah. really cool. This game's going to be interesting. I think it's going to stir up the market. I feel like. I agree with you, Dustin. Maybe it's not what we think it is. I mean, so let's say that they're going to make dreams into an engine and I guess it's technically already an engine if you look at it that way. Um, And they're going to do that way. But are they still going to fulfill? Like, what are they going to do still for people who bought dreams or people who want to buy dreams? If it comes out on February 14th, whatever, is there going to be a, I mean, we don't know this, obviously I'm just guessing. Is there going to be a career mode or a campaign mode? That's the plan. Um, yeah. They said there will be a campaign. I know. Yeah. But I just feel like they said a lot of things. That didn't oh, happen. Dude, this is perfect. I will buy Dreams at the beginning of the year <laughs> and any game I want. I'm just going to make it. There you go. There Call you go. of Duty, you want it? Dude, it's like, the, it's, like, it's like the idea. You buy a 3D printer. Yeah. You print a 3D printer and then you return Profit. the printer. Yeah. Wow. And then you have a 3D printer. You could just buy a 3D Honestly, printer and print yourself a house. I'd be, be making hella Call of Duty and Dreams. <laughs> That's right. I think the one interesting note that we should mention is that when they decided to do Dreams Early Access, they said, hey, make sure you get in because we're only selling uh-huh. so many entries to play Early Access. And that number never hit, apparently. Yeah, you can still buy it right now Yeah, on the PSN. So they'd never reach. here. It's one of two things happen. Number one, they never reached their cap. Or two, they never had a cap or and they just three, lied about it. They hit the cap and realized they were going to keep making money. So they just eliminated it. That's true. That's the, the, the most the positive. The, yeah, the, yeah. That's, I mean, I hope that that would be the case, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't even know if I'm really excited about this game at all. I'm just like, I just said, I'm not sure what it is. I don't want to make games and there are, I just don't want to play other people's really crappy remakes. Right. The only thing I'm excited for is similar to what I said a uh, couple weeks ago about Planet Roller Coaster, whatever the fuck it's called. Planet Coaster. Planet Coaster. <laughs> I love watching what people do with it, but I myself am not 100% sure that I would love it. Right. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's how I feel about it is seeing that Shining shit was crazy and some of the other shit I've seen in it, fucking awesome. Yeah. But I don't know that it's for me. Right. I got one last thing for you guys before we wrap it up. Yeah. Rest in peace. Valve has confirmed that the Steam controller is dead. Wow. And as of right now, you can buy one on Steam for $5. Why would you? I did. Why not? I did today. Why not? They got that cool big pad. Here's why. true. I think the Steam controller mostly is probably, it's, it's a niche product because of its difficulty you mean it's done in the fact that they're not going to develop for it any further they said this is the last batch they're going to stop production they're selling once they sell out they're they're not making anymore unless they make a version two which is possible but i bought one yeah because mainly the thing that's appealing to me is that i've been bringing my pc and playing it 
on the downstairs TV. Uh-huh. Hook up a PS4 controller, great, and play most stuff. What if you want to play Civilization? What if you want to play Disco Elysium? Do you have to use a mouse? Do you have to use the stupid trackpad? Do you want to play Civilization with your controller, though? PS4 does it. If you Steam controller is like the optimal way to play games like that on the couch. Really? It has the tactile feel of a mouse because of the touchpads right. on the thing. Right. So fuck it. It's five dollars and I think it's seven dollars shipping. Yeah, I mean you're not it's not like you're losing anything by buying yeah. it. You have it then. Why not? So I bought that. Yeah. Bought that and I bought my my Half Life games. I'm set. Spent less than twenty bucks and you're set, man. Why not, dude? I wonder if Valve is interested in making any more hardware. Hey, Dustin. Yeah. You need to play Half-Life. I already started. I know, I'm just telling you. Okay. I'm not going to. That's fine. You don't have to. And I refuse to. Whoa. In fact. You've never played either? No. Okay. I'll tell you my experience. Well, you, Dustin, just to be fair, Dustin said he never finished one. He didn't say he'd never played well, one. Well, here's the thing. I didn't know what the orange box was, and I wanted to play Portal, but I saw there was something else on it. So I tried it, opened it up, threw a can at somebody. That's about it. Sounds like a terrible game. Don't You'd play be it. pretty far in there to throw a can. No, there was like a guard guy, and there was a can next to the garbage can. And Brandon, I threw there's a big out. robo dog in Half Life Two. Damn. I mean, what could Good be borker. more appealing? Actually, you know what? I'll try it out. <laughs> you guys convinced me. Robo dogs say no more. So my, as I mentioned, my parents are here, and mm-hmm. uh, we've been watching the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. I, I think it's because we hate ourselves, but I don't know. And uh, I think episode two is just as bad as Phantom Menace. I just needed to get that out into the the public conscience. My my thought here. Brandon has no input. He's no never comment. Seen it. <laughs> Here's what I was. I can't figure it out because I am like annoyingly a, sl- a snob about certain types of movies and certain things. Right. But. Even all these years later, I can still watch a Star Wars prequel movie. And even if it's not my favorite thing, I still like it. Oh, yeah, of course. And so, I mean, I even I like it. I feel like I have unpopular opinions about certain types of about certain media. Where like today I was thinking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. And how everybody hated the end of it the last season. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. And, you know, it's not my favorite thing. I think they could have done better. Right. It's still pretty good. I liked it. I think I'm with you on that. Okay. I was thinking about, here's the thing. I just feel like I have unpopular opinions, or are they actually popular and the internet is just so loud? Right. A few people, you know. I feel terrible for George Lucas. Yeah. Because regardless of the quality of the prequel trilogies, the dude is a genius. The dude is a visionary. Sure. Created star the the world of star wars which is just insane like through and through now is he perfect right no are the prequels mostly bad yes but he still was able to achieve the he he created the biggest media franchise of all time we all talking about it we're still talking about it i'm still watching the biggest media franchise i'd have to assume i just am assuming that it is well, it's not the, as far as selling. I guess it depends on dollar? Murky. Because on Easy Allies, they talked about. That's what I was thinking of. Pokemon. Pokemon and then Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh was in the top 10. Top three. Top three. I don't, I don't know if it was two or three, but Winnie the Pooh. merch. Yeah. The dude. grandma merch. The grandma merch, the bed sheets for kids. Mm. Yeah. It's and happened. the tiny red shirts sell That's, like crazy. I have one myself. Honestly, you know? they sell like crazy. Mm. Where the belly sticks out. Right. 
Man, it is crazy to think about Pokemon being the the biggest franchise, the biggest IP in the world. That's yeah. great. I mean, everyone has something Pokemon in their house. I would assume so. Multiple. Th- I feel like every room in my house has something Pokemon in it. Wow. Most likely. What's in this room? That's a good question. Um, no. Th- okay. We've got the E3 badges. The okay. Pins. Yeah. Fair enough. But. Damn. You just call them out like that. You're like, bitch, there better be something Pokemon No, I just wanted to room. find it. I wanted <laughs> to find it. Ben's going to walk around every room, and if you don't have something Pokemon. <laughs> this is the room that, sh- that is most likely to have something Pokemon, is why I asked that. I might not have anything Pokemon in my bathroom. Well, I can change that pretty easily, though. So. Yeah, true. man. So. Do, you have a t- do you have a Pokemon tattoo? I want oh, one. You just talked about it. Really yeah. want yeah. one. I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm going to get one. Yeah. Though I haven't played the new one, but I keep thinking about it. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to go in with the right context. Yes, I yeah. I was listening to Frame Trap, and basically Ben, who reviewed it for Easy Allies, was like, "Yeah, it's completely fine to enjoy it and acknowledge the fact that you want it to be better." Right. I'm like, I feel like that's where I'm at. So, what is it about? I mean, I've I've been on blackout because I just genuinely don't care. Yeah. Until right now, what is it about the new Pokemon game aside from not having all your old Pokemon that people are upset about? Do you want me to tell you what I noticed? And this is something I typically don't notice. Yeah. Is I feel like the writing is incredibly hokey. That's like excessively hokey. And it's always been for Pokemon, but it's really bad. And there is zero voiceover, which is glaring. Mm. Like not even the little. I mean, Pokemon makes sounds, but there is no noise. It's just text. And your protagonist doesn't say anything either. Yeah. So it's like double. Yeah. Yeah. I think the problem is that people just they they expect more from a console Pokemon game. Right. They want it to be this grand open world right. adventure. Yeah, it's not fucking Skyrim. And it's Pokemon. You know, and like it's, Yeah. It's still very much to the the formula, the blueprint. Yeah, and another one will probably come out. Next year. Uh, I mean, or the year after. You know what well, I mean? They'll do like Ultra Sword and Ultra yeah. Shield. X and Y was probably the most innovative, right? The biggest jump as far. I mean, it was jump from 2D it was to like 3D. It was like the right? 3D. Yeah. 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 And the the games were decent. But, I mean, now at this point, you have to assume that now that they have it on console, it'll yeah. be easier to develop in the future. You know what I mean? You would assume... So I'm hoping that me, dude, I would love a yearly Pokemon game. I, I don't even care if it's, you know, well, the, the two things are, is that there is, there is already practically a yearly Pokemon game because there was sun and moon. And then after that, there was ultra sun, ultra moon. And then they did the let's go games. Those are the same game, right? Ultra sun, ultra moon. Yeah. They have a little bit more stuff in them. Yeah. There's just a little extra. It's pretty much the same game. So. I don't know. I feel like we need to give Game Freak a break. Yeah. Let the, don't don't do an Ultra Sword and Ultra Shield or whatever the the plus version of that. Don't do it. Just put all Isn't your that resources. Just free money. Like they're not doing pretty, that much. Pretty much. Yeah, that's probably true. That's that's the problem. Is it is f- quite literally free money. Well, that's the other thing is that the the fan outcry for this Pokemon game has been louder than ever before for multiple things. Yet, this is the be- the best. So the fastest selling. selling game on Switch, the fastest selling Pokemon game. That just like, goes to show you what you were saying earlier about the internet shouting the loudest. Right. It's just the echo chamber. People bitch about 
I, I literally constantly see people bitching about Call of Duty, the new one. Yeah. And I, I'm having a great time playing it, and I know a lot of other people that are. I mean, that's the anthem yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people are loving that game. I talked about my my colleague the other day that was playing Breakpoint and loved it because yeah. he doesn't know about that echo right. chamber. Right. I don't know if I could play that game knowing what I know. But yeah. anyway, I just thought it was – I agree with you, Dustin. I saw right. that too. I thought it was funny that it sold amazingly. Yeah. And I'm And I'm thinking to myself like, well – are people just dumb or are they not, are they bitching and then going to buy the game? Mm-hmm. Both. You know, like I feel like that's my late December, early January game. Yeah. Yeah. Even if I could get it for 45 bucks, you get it for 50. I mean, honestly, I'll probably be done with it. Yeah, I guess I could get it. If you want to play 50. it. Yeah. Did you get sword? Yeah. I like, I feel like swords, the obvious choice. Yeah. You, every time they release one, there's always like a more popular one for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know why they didn't do another weapon. It seems to me that it would be like, I like mean, sword obviously, and axe. Yeah. Dude, um, sword and axe would be fucking awesome. Yeah. Sword and shield, though, those words go together. Yeah, so they easily. do. I agree. I, I get it. But Brandon. Yes. I love your socks. Thank you. Brandon has Death Note socks on. You were saying something and I realized what they were <laughs> and it put a smile on my face. Dude, I know they're Death Note, but it also, if you look hard enough, kind of looks like Ursula. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. It's Ryuk. Ryuk. That's right. He loves apples. That's yeah. right. That's it for the HP podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate it. I moved the plugs to the beginning of the show, so I'm not going to plug again. I'm just going to say thanks. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family. If you can, do your shopping on your phone on Thanksgiving Day. That's right. Don't feed the system. Of, well, you are feeding the system in one way. Yeah, but at least it's not like the hundreds of people that are working right. uh, across retail stores. And if you are going out, try not to trample anyone. Try not to kill anyone. At least, no, I know it's hard. Just try. Just try. Think about it. All right, everybody. See you next week. Bye. bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.